0: <laughs> uh. She was fired up. Oh, yeah. She's like says the mo- like just rocky lines, too. Like, get up, uh. finish him. I always joke around my favorite guy is just whoop his ass guy. <laughs> right? Like, it just like I don't know. Like, I'm sure they've had a few beverages, but to me, nothing <laughs> says like I'm not positive what's going on in this sport than <laughs> just whoop his ass guy. Well, yeah. I mean, ideally. It'd be nice, right? If everybody could just go out there, but It's like, how does that help him right now? He's on his back, eating an elbow. <laughs> I always want to. Like, with Dude, that guy, Ted, you know my favorite line, right? What's that? I'm rip his head off, guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, rip his
1: head off. Rip head his head off. off is a classic guy. I always want to look over, like, in mid-fight. Because I can. for some reason, I can hear my coach, my mom, and then, like, that guy. Rip his head off, guy. And I'm always yeah. like, well, yeah, <laughs> duh, no sh. That's the plan. Or beat his ass. I'm always like, oh,
0: <laughs> like now. No, no, okay, I understand what we're trying to do here. I mean, it's inevitable. I mean, even even when I watch UFC fights, like there's sometimes for like Rogan oh. just like, yeah. you know, some dudes just get pinned against the cage, getting his ass, but, like he's got to get off this cage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course he
2: does. Right? He's getting his ass whooped. Well. He's got to stop getting punched in the face. <laughs> right? <laughs> Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. I- All this. What the? this is the podcast starring the Ted's, starring the Ted, start the uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. (laughs) The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now.
0: The podcast episode two seventeen. What's up, it's your boy, the Ted Smith. I'll be hosting this here podcast, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, to the left of me, he's always here unless he's,
2: well, maybe he's on Skype or he's somewhere in Southeast Asia on two wheels. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? What's going on, guys? No stock reward today. I'm saving it for tomorrow, but uh, some advice from financial guru Ted Smith. Buy your shares now and hold. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, back here on the wheels of steel, getting the studio all set up. Matt Kama, the
0: producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. How are you, man? I'm good, man. Sun's out. Got a bonus
3: episode.
0: Yeah, we're going to put out uh, life two episodes this week. Uh, this one will be kind of a regular episode, not a full episode. We'll do emails and uh, uh, <clears throat> what's Matt in tomorrow with, uh, with uh, Andrew <laughs> Rivers, who will be in here. But today we have our boy Joey P. Joey, again. How do I say your last name? Parodi. 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 All right. Because the problem is now you're the main event. I can't just yell Joey P. in that cage. You can. I actually have to say your freaking name. I like Joey P. It sounds a little more gangster. I think. Right. Too. Yeah, I think so. Oh a More Italian. Joey P. is yeah. up in there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to send Joey. All right. <laughs> Joey only asked two two questions. You hear that second question? It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a fighting nickname, Joey?
1: What's that nickname? Uh, I go by Mama's Boy. Mama's oh, Boy is my yeah, okay,
3: I
2: remember it now.
1: stage name or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it's st- stage names for strippers, I think. So,
2: yeah. <laughs> Destiny. Joey, Destiny, <laughs> <Jimmy, laughs> Destiny P. <piece>. Cinnamon. <laughs>
0: Sapphire. You know what? Seth. You say cinnamon, and that automatically makes me think of a very specific stripper.
3: <laughs> name Cinnamon.
0: Ditto. Right? <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like, I know that's bad, but yeah. it's the truth, right? <laughs> right? Like, any kind of jewels, diamond. You know, anything like that. What's the other one? Numbers. 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 Oh, yeah. Seven. Seven. I knew a girl whose name was Lyric. Yeah. Yeah. Lyric? Lyric. Like a
2: music lyric? Really? The best one I've ever had was Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) I like when they share a name with American Gladiators, too. Like gold.
0: (laughs) She must have hated that one song. Why is it always going off on a Tuesday? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, uh, Joey P, our boy, uh, he will be fighting cage for MMA this Saturday, uh, the 28th. That's at Emerald Queen Casino. Uh, you can still get some tickets, I'd say, at Ticketmaster.com or go to the Emerald Queen Casino. Uh, I assume, Joey, you have a, uh, your allotment basically sold out with your crew? or We're out, yeah. We yeah. sold out. I think we had like 100
1: tickets or something like that at the gym, and we sold them all out. Enumclaw right.
0: is going to be out there. I was going to say Laden man. Proud. The Enumclaw crew always shows up pretty uh pretty big. Very big in a lot of ways, yeah. Big say, and rowdy. For your fights and then uh I know he changed uh uh gyms now, but Harrington's mm-hmm. fights used to have a ton of mm-hmm. Enumclaw we people. We still right?
1: there's still a lot of Enumclaw people go out and support him whenever he fights too. Yeah, he still has a big draw. All
0: right. Mm-hmm. And who's who's the uh what's his name? The teenage sensation? Teenage Dream. The teenage dream. Yeah. Chase Hooper. God.
1: That guy's good. Call him El Sueno now. He went He went down to Mexico and found out Dream meant Sueno in Spanish, so <laughs> it's a little more exotic. We thought it was a little more exotic, so we're going We're going to try and start maneuvering going towards that instead. Yeah, that's sexier for sure. I think so.
0: <laughs> so the last few fights, uh, I've seen Chase fight, right? Mm-hmm. Down at the Emerald Queen. So Joey's been there. Uh, obviously, the two Jeffs are there. Yeah. So finally, after the last fight, I just go, hey, Joey, because they're... Chase has won both his fights. Mm-hmm. So then you guys take a picture with him It's like uh, you know, like a jacket, but there's no shirt on. So I'm like, what is with the no shirts? And you just looked at me. You were like, would you would you leave a Lamborghini in the garage? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. all right, man. <laughs> like, you make a
2: solid point.
0: Like you both, like the Jeffs have six packs. You got six that's pack? not for me. Jeff I'll,
1: Jeff Hoagland came up with that one. I didn't. Right. I just I I definitely got the took stole the credit from him on that though. But Jeff B even looked shredded too. He was flexing That's what hard. That's He was flexing hard in the picture. He said he blew all the air out, and <laughs> <laughs> he was he looked dicey. I was like, damn, dude, I look
0: bloated <laughs> compared I mean, to you. There is, I mean, when you guys come out there to congratulate him and take the team picture without shirts on, oh, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But there's also a minute where I'm like, these guys seem like they might be down for an extra scrap, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, we, yeah, we had
1: we, we had tiger jackets last time, but then the uh, time before it with a denim outfit, I thought we looked very. Like West Side Boys or whatever, yeah. Jersey Boys or whatever, where they're doing the snap down the, West down the Side back story. Out. Yeah,
0: yeah, there you go. Jersey boys, I think, it's a lot more uh, It's way different. That's way off. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> definitely not the same thing. West Side Story snapping and like fighting. Jersey so, boys, I feel like it's a little more like Jersey boys. <laughs> <laughs> we do both. We do we do both down do the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are shirtless in denim. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason for it. <laughs> It's premeditated. <laughs> uh, you are the main event uh this fight coming up, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is for uh, for a strap, right? Yep, lightweight title. All or right. interim title. I don't know what it is. Lightweight, though, yeah. Is that your usual weight? Or no, are you cutting down?
1: Moving down. Moving all down right. from 70 to 55. How is that? Uh, we'll find out. I did a trial cut kind of thing in, back in January to make sure I could do it because I was... I figure at the next level, like UFC, all these guys are like... The 170-pounders are like 190, 200-pound guys cutting down. So they're huge. And yeah. I'm... Walking around at 170, so it's like, uh, do I want to be going with these big, heavy-handed dudes? So I try to just start making my way, just so I could say to whoever I need to tell, like I can make lightweight and then I, two division guy, just to broaden my horizons and make sure I have, I'm more. Um, the UFC can do more with me, I guess. I, I've got What's two cut weight classes. What's the cutoff for lightweight?
3: 155. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's fifth uh, right now. Like I'm walking around at like 168, so I still got.
3: And how'd that trial cut go?
1: It was good. It yeah. was good. Yeah. I, was, uh, I haven't been that low since college. I wrestled at 157 in college, but that was a different get ball game. You're like, it's like six months out of the year, and you're making weight three times a week. So Right. So, so you're pretty. Like yeah, that's time. a
2: big cut, but you're right. That's kind of like where the pros are at mostly. I mean, you see the frames on those guys, and like they are big dudes, in the even in those lighter weight classes, like they a lot. Some of them walk, you know, fight at their weight, but very rarely it's big cuts for sure. Oh, they're pro. huge.
1: Yeah, and they're huge. They're like six one, six two, and I'm just, you know, I'd say I'm six foot, but I'm not. But I lie <laughs> about it all the time. But
3: I walk around at one fifty five, and I see the guys that are fighting at one fifty five, and it's like, what the? Yeah. F- yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's kind of one of the things right now in the UFC that kind of amazes me. It's like nobody seems to fight at a natural class. Not really, no. Like, Wasn't that always the thing with GSP? I was like, he didn't want to go up to 85. He then wa- you were
2: gonna- he bi-
0: he's like one of the big guys I was talking to. He's like,
1: he yeah. walks around like 190 or 200 pounds. He's huge.
2: Right, cause he what made- was that one guy from Hawaii? I feel like he was fighting at his weight. That's about the only one I can think of. Who, BJ Penn? Oh, BJ Penn. Yeah, fought I think every- so. Yeah, he fought everywhere. Yeah, he did he didn't He's care. a gangster,
1: though. He went every- whatever he had to do. yeah. But like, uh, he's
2: got some freak athletes, man.
1: Yeah, like Max Holloway, he's the uh, featherweight champ right now, so 145, and he cuts down from, he was supposed to fill in for, in that Khabib fight the last couple UFCs ago. Right. He was supposed to fill in for the 55, and he was
0: uh, medically unfit to do it because he's too big. So he was like, probably showed up at like 180. Yeah, because you've seen a couple of the guys in the past year. Who's it? Uh, was it Uriah Hall that had like a heart attack when he was cutting weight? So I want to say he was going to a lower
1: class too. There was somebody and they, 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 there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that you don't hear about too with like the not big, not big name guys. They're like they'll have kidney failure and stuff like that and go to the hospital and. So I, that's why I wanted to make sure I did a trial cut first and like kind of ease my way down and make sure I could actually do it and because um, I didn't want to have some major episode happen the day before the fight and then just be super f***ed <laughs> up and yeah
0: right yeah, that's get, not exactly getting get like, embarrassed <laughs> in front of all my f- family and friends <laughs> yo come see me fight yeah come watch this I'm trying this new <laughs> lower weight class should be should be easy yeah <laughs> I'm gonna be so big it's gonna be ridiculous just watch <laughs> 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 With, uh, all right so you're used to cutting weight obviously you wrestled. Mm-hmm. When you see what happened at the, what was it, the last big UFC in New York and Conor McGregor going crazy, like, it doesn't seem that crazy to me that the week of, when guys are cutting weight, that guys would get chippy with each other. Yeah, I mean, well, he wasn't even fighting, though, so he was doing it for no, more... No, I'm saying about, uh, like, what's his name? Uh, is it Khabib? Or... Yeah. Like, him saying something to one of McGregor's teammates, I'm like... Like that's not that unheard of on fight week. I don't think.
1: No, I mean it's a different ball game, I guess, at that level because they're all like and like for us for like this fight here. Like we're not, I'm not going to see my guy until like the weigh in. So it's not right. like it's not like we're doing this big media week where we're just like eye to eye and talking to each other the whole week long and then weighing in and cutting weight and doing all this extra media stuff. So uh, it's a different ball game up there for sure. But a lot of it's too is just to get to build more fights later on down the line too. So I mean, yeah. Khabib talking and then McGregor throwing whatever the hell it was, the a hand dolly. truck through the, f-
0: through yeah, the I bus. I know they kept calling it a dolly, right? <laughs> like, I mean, this is a hand truck. Yeah, it was big. Yeah, I'm like, this guy's just getting away with it, too.
1: But you gotta, like, I don't know, it's gonna be a big fight down the line if it happens. It's already got the stories right in itself. Or he it wrote is.
0: I guess the part that annoys me with McGregor is, well, number one, I just think if he wasn't Irish, people would have a different view on him. Oh, 100%. And then number two is, <laughs> like... Like you're in a sport, that guy's in your class. Like mm-hmm. you could actually go fight him. Like, yeah, why throw shit at his at his bus? Because
1: he's he's like a he's like Don King, dude. He know, he's like the master. Like he's marketing himself. He's hyping yeah. himself up. He doesn't need the company to do it for him. So he knows it's a little probably a little bit more than I would do. But I was you know. watching that and I was like, <laughs> I probably I mean, the be, mama's <laughs> boy can't be breaking up buses, man. <laughs> Unless she tells me to, I guess. Oh, that's yeah. a good point, Mama. Mom, mom Someone it. said yeah. something
0: about Mama. No, she said it was yeah. <laughs> Mama said. <laughs> Mama said she don't like Russians. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're attacking this bus. Uh, yeah, that would be kind of scary. I mean, I've seen you fight as is. I don't know if I'd want you walking in and be like, "Mama said I should hurt you." No, like, God. Like, God damn it. Just Bobby Boucher <laughs> style. Dad, <laughs> you don't need that in your life. Let me tell you. <laughs> no. But with that said, if you're feeling really confident, I say you say that to a dude. Not, not, not <laughs> I mean, you have to win. You can't <laughs> drop a line that strong and lose. No, because then it falls back on her too. Because then she looks dumb, and she's gonna get pissed too. <laughs> right? Then you have to go home and catch the second wolf. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, you stupid <laughs> son of a All right. So, more about cut and weight. Is there? Uh, have you had an issue with say, like, a girlfriend or like a friend or something? Like, I just think that week you'd be a little agitated. Oh,
1: yeah, kind of. Uh, so, my current girlfriend we she was like helping me out she's been like a trooper for she's like actually been helping me with my dieting and everything like that um, and very nice all very right? very peppy very happy all the time and i'm like cutting weight and like cuz my hot, hot water heater is not that big so i have to boil a little bit of water to get it to the right heat you know and i'm just like bent over the sink just waiting for the water to fill back up and boil it and she's like how's everything going i'm like get the fuck away from me <laughs> And then she like she's like, All right, I'm gonna leave so she leaves and I like text her, I'm like, I'm sorry, just don't come back <laughs> don't come back for another two hours until this is all done.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't see how more of that stuff doesn't happen.
1: No, I mean it's happened with my like my mom it was either her or my mom. Like my mom was there for all my weight cuts and wrestling and she like
0: finally just figured she's like, well, you're just gonna be an asshole for two hours, I guess. So yeah, I mean, most people, if they are on a, on a diet that restrictive for a couple of days, yeah, are going to be pissy.
1: Yeah, well, this is this is dieting down, and then it's like that day is like all water too, so you're just dehydrated, a little foggy, and just
2: yeah. Do you feeling. do the um, the um, uh, intravenous like uh, fluids, or do you just uh, pump like water and Pedialyte, or what are you doing? To uh, rehydrate? Yeah,
1: it's pretty much it's like this little. I've been doing a little bit of research, so like the uh, you're not allowed to do IVs anymore. Uh, they, I don't know how they test for it, but I guess they test for it. I don't know if it's, like, the plastic to, or something You can't like get that. a banana bag? No.
0: No okay. kidding? No ringers, oh, no, wow. nothing.
1: Uh-uh. no, you have to do it, nat- like, naturally or whatever the hell that means. So, All right. Uh, huh. I think just kind of, yeah, water, Pedialyte, and there's, like, kind of like the whatever. I kind of looked up at the, and like, what is going, is going into, like, one of these saline, these the ringer bags. So I got, like, it's just, like, salt and, like, extra, like, little minerals and stuff like that. So... It worked out, so I just got to make sure I time it out to where I'm not drinking. Like, this last time when I did it, I just, like, slugged, like, two gallons of water in, like, two hours, and then I was just, like, (sighs) on the couch, (laughs) not moving. Like a a slaw?
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I'm in really good shape, but I feel
1: awful. Yeah, I feel like I can't. So I can't. Note to self, don't do this. Fight week.
0: (laughs) Uh, I was talking with you before the show. I've seen you put stuff on Facebook and Instagram to Dana White. Have you has he ever interacted with you? Have no, he, Dana has White worked never, at all. No, Dana White's never interacted. I've been talking to some guys at the UFC though, so we're on the
1: radar. We're just all right, looking for the next big fight, and hopefully this will be the one that kind of puts us over the edge. Hey, you know, and... the
3: theme for our year is diligence. So it keep is. those tweets going. <laughs> He's yeah, gonna I see love him them. eventually.
0: Like yeah, I don't I, know if that campaign's gonna work, but I'm I'm a big <laughs> fan of it. People like I mean they're funny. Yeah, it was always funny. I used
1: to had uh, Chase. He to do them because he's like he's got a, uh, he's all savvy with the Photoshop stuff. And I was like, "F this, dude! I can I can figure it out." And so I just like the last couple of them are they're like all scratched out and super shitty. But yeah, I think they're better when they're shittier like
0: that. And I mean, right? Like, I think it helps too. Like, I know you, so like you get some of the, like the humor. Yeah, so, like if somebody just sees you on Instagram posted a shirtless <laughs> shot, that's a tool. Right. Like, yeah. no, let them think you're cool. Right. <laughs> Like who? Can, I mean, the point is, right? You just want to get there, yeah. and fight there, and have people know who you are. Exactly, and like, yeah, all press is good press, I guess. And then when you fight other guys, like, is there a way to rank dudes on like a? Because it seems like there's like you know there's Bellator, there's, there's UFC, mm-hmm. there's other tournaments, you know. Mm-hmm. But like for the level that like cage sport is at, that you're at, like, how do you rank the opponents? Is it just a matter of who they fought in the past?
1: I think or? that's how, like, that's how, like, the sure dog and tapology kind of do. It. I think they kind of do. It. It's, it's hard though to do it. It's like fighter math because, like, this guy beat this guy, but he lost to him and got choked up. But you know, it's, it, so it's, uh, it's a, it's like a fluid, like, ranking system, I guess. So it's never really set in, it's never like
2: concrete, but yeah, um, right. And people's styles match up differently and stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know, and different. Different versions of somebody can show up on different days. I feel exactly, but it, I
1: mean, like the, a couple, like the last few guys that I fought. There's one dude I beat up in uh, Vancouver. He's fighting for Bellator now, and then All right. another guy I choked him unconscious, and then the next guy I bloodied him up and split his head open like three or four inches, and then choked him out too. And then he got picked up by uh, Pro Fight League. So
2: I don't I, know. You I don't know, know what? That's... Their production value is actually pretty good, man. I went to one of their fights. It was awesome up in Everett. What's the Pro Fight League? I Bellator. think is that the one that has like that Randy a, Couture and like Boss Rutan and stuff on I it. I Think so.
1: That was World Series. That was of World fighting. Series, and of then fighting, they got I bought. Out, they got bought out by Pro Fight League. I think. I, I
2: think, think it. We went right as it had become Pro Fight League. I want to say because I remember like the word professional being in it. But either way, like there wasn't that many people there, but the production value was really high.
1: Yeah, it's a, It's they're both, They're all good shows. I mean, there's all uh, at Bellator's a little. It's like. Pro Fight League, Bellator, UFC is how I kind of see it. And then I think Cage Sports, like, one of the top, you know, yeah.
0: promotions for the local circuit.
1: For the I, local think circuit. I think yeah. it's, like, the bigger yeah, one. Yeah, and... Cage
2: Sports, great. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but I, right. So that's always what I try to, you know, it's just hard, because somewhere, you know, in New York or Jersey, yeah. there's got to be a guy like you who's on the same level. Yeah. But it's like, if you don't have, you're on different coasts. Like, it would seem hard to, like, Decide who's the better fighter if I was ranking. And that's the thing. Like, they, they do like national rankings, and but you never, I mean, I've never
1: fought a guy from the East Coast before. So who knows if our styles would match up, if he'd beat the shit out of me or if I beat the shit out of him. Hopefully, it'd go in my favor, but. Uh, well, and never, Ted,
2: I got to imagine some of that comes down to like the pedigree of the gym, too. Because, you know, with like DeMatha, for instance, like some of those other school, like obviously Damatha's a powerhouse, no question. But yes, like some of those other schools that they're ranked better than like, they're just never going to play. You know, maybe they'll play like a De La Salle or a Bellevue High School or something when they were good. But, you know, like you kind of just got to go on legacy. Yeah, you do.
0: And I, I do think that's a huge thing that helps the West Coast, too. Totally. I mean, right. I mean, you have top team down in Florida. hmm. And then what? Uh, there's a couple. What they, what the the Black Zillions are down there too. I
1: think they're down there too. And then over on the west coast, down in Cali, there's uh, like Team Alpha Male and stuff like that. So there's a lot of like big gyms run by UFC guys. And like, I see like the gym. west coast seems to have bigger it's MMA a, gyms. They've got. I think they've got. It's it's hard to tell because like the the ones you, the big ones you see are like Top Team and like the Black Zillions and then uh, Alpha Male uh, Combat Sport and Fitness. <laughs> <clock coming out. laughs> I like it.
0: I always liked uh, I always forget the name of the camp, but what's what's the Caesar Gracie guys with the Diaz brothers oh, and Jake Shields? I can't remember. What like what Force was like, like right up there with them. I always loved those guys. Yeah, right?
1: I can't remember what, what camp they're. I got, actually got offered to fight um, a Gracie. No kidding, for Bellator. Yeah, so it was after my last fight in October. It, this is what kind of pissed me off too, because we were so. I fought the seventh, and then like the week after, they're like they called. I don't know. They were looking for a short notice fill-in for to fight. I can't remember which one of the Gracies. One of the one of the younger guys, like yeah. my age. He's five and zero, oh, I think. And they're like, "You want to fight him on one week one week's notice?" And I was like, "Yeah, for sure." So I'm at I'm at work talking to Jeff and getting all the kind of lined up and be like, "Okay, we got this flight here." Getting all like, I'm tra- I'm working trades and trying to get days off and stuff, and then like. They called back and said they picked somebody else instead. And I'm like, oh. dude, you gotta be so I watched oh. and they just like dismantled this dude. I was like, you gotta be fing kidding me, dude. <laughs> oh. Just give me a shot. I'm just waiting for one.
0: That's brutal. And I yeah. feel like on some level, like if you get a chance to fight a Gracie, you kinda have to. Oh, totally. I was totally right? game for it, because he's yeah. gonna be a grappler.
1: Yeah. I got decent grappling, but I then I could just if he's if he's better than me, I don't punch his head off, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Elbow yeah. him.
0: Punch his head off. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they say, at Emerald Queen. <laughs> right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait to see how your fight's going, and then at one point, like if, if you're right up against the cage, it's like, Joey, punch his head off. I look, uh, not a problem. What uh, What are you looking for uh, this weekend? I mean, do you care if it goes finish the distance? Wise, you want to finish it? I mean, this will be this will be a five rounder for you. This will be a five
1: rounder, but yeah, I've, all my fights have been under three so far since I turned pro. It's all, uh, yeah, eight 0 oh, all finishes right now. I think I got it's. I think I got three or four TKOs and three or four submissions. So All right. I'd like to spice it up a little bit and get some big bloody show going on or something like that. So hopefully that'll make enough of a presentation to where somebody notices and they're like, "Oh, this guy could
0: come to the UFC if he wants." What's the worst case style for you? Is it just is it dealing with a grappler that just wants to keep it on the mat? I don't and know. Won't like, let you up? Or? I
1: don't know. Like the the guy who's in Bellator now, uh, Jake Smith. He was like a Brown belt or purple belt in jiu jitsu? No, oh, no kidding. Yeah, I split his head like wide open and then he like just ended up rolling over and I choked him unconscious.
0: So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's like I have a buddy. He might be a brown belt now. He's a purple belt for, mm-hmm. but I asked him once, like, do you ever think about like competing in, like MMA and stuff? And he's like, man, I'm really good at jiu jitsu. He's like, it's a different story when you're on your back and there's a dude punching you. Yeah, it's a different like, ball game. Like, pulling guard at that point is a lot
1: different. Yeah, yeah, it's all funny. Like, the in jiu-jitsu, uh, jiu-jitsu, you can do it for a long time. Like, at our gym, we got a lot of guys that are, like, in their mid-40s, 50s, and stuff yeah. like that, competing fine. And they're great training partners, for like, for me and Chase. But none of them, like, you Hey, you ever want to spar? He's like, no. I, I got a job. I got family. I got kids. I'm not doing Run. this shit. No. Right.
3: Uh, like,
0: no, Joey, you don't get to punch me in the face today. No, thanks. You can <laughs> pretend all you want, I guess, but... <laughs> I kind of like that, though. I mean, <laughs> at least they're honest about yeah, it. Yeah, they're honest, 100%. <laughs> Uh, all right, so what's next? You go in, you want to win this fight, and then mm. are you looking? Are you looking to make that jump relatively soon? Do you think you got to get a couple more KOs I don't, under your I don't, belt?
1: I don't know what the no, there's no like recipe for. It. That's the kind of the
0: frustrating thing about the whole this whole process is that right. Other sports have a kind of set like well, like you you NFL. Go college, you got
1: the NFL. You got college. You got the draft. You get all that, all this kind of stuff in the combine, and like there's no like combine really for this and there's no like all there is is just it's uh, almost like luck of the draw kind of thing it's like getting like an actor getting signed to some movie deal or something like that you just got to keep putting your name out there and i don't know i don't know because and like the divisions i compete in lightweight and welterweight are like the two deepest i was gonna say they're so deep, they're (laughs) fucking deep
0: oh they're so (laughs) so deep
1: it's like the most average weight class for fighters and i'm like i'll sign up for both of them (laughs) (laughs) So I mean I don't know I I'd like to hopefully like I said hopefully we'll make big enough of a uh, big enough splash with this one and uh, how
0: does like the Ultimate Fighter work
1: I mean I, we've seen a few people from Cage Four mm-hmm. down there we went go down, through there we, and, we actually and went it. down there in uh, December and tried out and we made it through like all the interviews and all that kind of stuff but my mom was going through a treatment deal and they're like it's gonna be you're gonna be gone for six weeks and you don't get your phone email or anything like that and I just didn't want to be. That oh. far away and, like, not know what's going on back home with her going through her... Uh, no, that's fair. Treatment. So it was kind of... It was a tough decision, but I think, you know, we... families first, and then, um, you know, we'll see if we can get back through on our own uh, accord, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I always tell people. I mean, you can ask... I mean, hell, you can ask Taryn. I've had this conversation drunk with her boyfriend before. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm just like I'm saying, like, number one, it helps that you're actually a good fighter. Mm-hmm. But between being a fireman and then mama's boy, like, I'm just yeah. like, you could come in here and hold a conversation. I'm just like, Joey could do this, man. <laughs> I can't, right? Got, right we got to get him in We there. just got to funnel him in. God damn yeah. it. Because <laughs> our other friends, Jesse and Jamie, I think Jamie before has been like, is this the firefighter guy? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm drunk and talking about it again. <laughs> Well, I appreciate it. You're, getting, you're helping yeah, me get my name out there, I'm then. doing my best. You know <laughs> what I mean? I, I, you know, one day what I hope is to go to Vegas and oh. pay $300 to sit up in the top of the MGM. Nosebleeds. And take a picture and be like, yeah, hey, I, I used to help I that guy. When. <laughs> I let his uncle sit up on the apron once. <laughs> You'll be up there with me, probably. <laughs> We'll get you guys as close as possible. Right? I, I kid you not. I went to see uh, Chael son and Anderson Silva too. I oh. mean, my buddy dropped like 300 bucks, and then we were like in the last two damn rows. Is that in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, dude. It man. was like July 5th. I mean, we picked kind of a positive. Like the, yeah, the prime fight to go to. Yeah. But I would recommend if you go to a UFC in Vegas, go when they're fighting a Brazilian. So many, oh, they're co- and they're crazy too. They're insane. They're they were insane. fighting with each other the whole time. Yeah, they're chanting in Portuguese. They're like, uh,
1: they chant like "kill him" or something like that. I can't remember what yeah. exactly what, they're, what exactly what it goes translates to, but it's crazy when you hear like the whole like when they actually fight in Brazil and they're all chanting it at the Americans and they're just like,
0: Whoa. yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a riot here. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, That's they throw a- and they throw shit there too. Throw I was just amazed. Out. I was just amazed how many fights we saw in the MGM, like in the hallways and stuff. It's like. You guys flew all the way from the B- Brazil up here, and you're just fighting with each other. Oh, they're fighting uh, each other. They were, yeah, they were just fighting about, like, soccer clubs. Like, they were, <laughs> right, it wasn't even, like, <laughs> Americans versus Brazilians. It's just like, F you, F you, blah, blah, blah. Like, all right. All right. Uh, Cobb, you got a Cobb topic for us? Hell yeah. All right, now well, hang
2: on. Um, it's about that time. <laughs> boop, doo doop, boop, boop. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. Uh, all right. I'll warn you guys ahead of time. You were cutting out a little bit there. So if I cut out, just let me know. We'll repeat it. Um, all so right. with, in the spirit of cutting weight or mm-hmm. another thing that I was thinking about is on this podcast, a lot of times we talk about, uh, things to add, um, in your life, little piece of advice, little like extra things to do, or whatever. Um, and so I've been thinking more about, um, you know, the fact that sometimes it's not what you do, but what you don't do That makes all the difference, you know, whether that's just like like Ted doing your diets, cutting out little things, whatever, like, you know, Matt, same thing with the, um, you know, fitness and nutrition training, like little little things to cut out to make yourself better. So and of course, you know, we're constantly overwhelmed with stuff. So anyway, um, one thing I was thinking about um, since we oftentimes offer a little bit of advice in this podcast, the cop topic this week is what are some of the biggest mistakes people can make in their 20s? Feel free to email us, email at thepodcast.com, or hit us up on the Twitter machine. Uh, Joey, how old are you? 28. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so anyway, what are your guys' thoughts? What are some of the biggest mistakes people can make in their 20s?
0: I mean, my first instinct would be, if you can, start saving some money. (laughs) But I also think in your 20s, it's a very hard thing to do. You know, most people people are just kind of getting by. And then also, like, I spent some ridiculous money on some stupid stuff in my 20s, but it was a ton of fun. So, <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm on my fifth scooter. I feel you, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that would be my one piece. If you can, save a little money. And then also, I would travel. Like, there's, there's some things I wish I had done in my 20s when I pro- but I, that I can't get
2: away with now. So I would just tell people travel more. Hmm. Those are kind of like... Opposed January? to each other, but I know what you mean. And actually, oh, it are. is way cheaper to travel. Save money, but spend for. it all. <laughs> right. tra- Save money, but go but, international. Take that trip <laughs> to Europe bro. three months. Quit your job. <laughs> now, in all fairness, though, to people, you know, uh, people know I've done a bunch of extensive backpacking, and oftentimes you can travel cheaper than you can live in the States. I mean, I always tell this story, but like when I was in Thailand, I was living like a sultan on $1,000 a month. And like, I mean Sultan, like paying for every meal, drinks, whatever, as long as you're not like in the main cities, you can live it up, so that's the thing is you can live cheap, especially if you work digitally um, and still travel and you can actually save money, so it's possible to do both those things, especially if you go to more obscure countries,
3: yeah, I wish I was better about about finances in my twenties, but I also you know pursued radio, which doesn't pay much and <laughs> also just was committed to having fun and living in the moment and i don't you know look back on that with i think in your 20s you can get away with making all the like i still feel like i made a ton of mistakes and had a ton of fun and i'm still pretty fine headed into things but i also didn't get buried into debt at any point along the way which is a back to the money thing like i always just like you know i didn't go to college which helps. That's where a lot of debt comes from. But I also, um, you know, was just like on my shit about my credit cards and like didn't make any huge purchases or anything and found really affordable living once I stopped living at home, which I had to do for a while so or chose to. But, you know, to to make radio work on what they pay me around here is like, you know, it just created this weird path. But I feel like I just, yeah, I'd, I'd say watch the debt. That's one thing that I see a lot of people where it's like, oh, man, and, you know, if, if you can dodge that, it can, uh, you know, like, you can, you're just learning stuff in your 20s that, like, okay, cool, I'll apply all this later, and just, like, had a good time about it, and I I feel <laughs> good with how that went. Trial and error. Yeah. Yeah, but money is a you real got? thing.
1: I try to piggyback on the debt thing. I had a lot of buddies going through college, and they uh, took six years to get kind of a four-year degree kind of thing just because they were living it up and partying. Uh, buying GoPros with loan money and stuff like that. So I think just being smart about it and getting like, if you're going to go to school, go through and get it done. And then, you know, don't rack it up too much and have too much fun. But yeah, I saw plenty of guys buying booze, buying GoPros, buying scooters. Yeah. All sorts of shit
0: with <laughs> With, with loan money? money? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> Everybody has that friend that got that 3 Series Beamer yeah. on lease right away. <laughs> so, I mean, no, nothing against BMWs. I don't know why that is the car. Yeah. So, like, my buddy did it. Like, I knew countless people that did it. I would also say, too, man, like, in your 20s, like, it's tough to do. You get to your later 20s, it's a little bit easier. But, like, like choose your friends kind of wisely. Mm. And 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 yeah, I don't know. There's some dudes I really liked hanging out with in my 20s. I wouldn't hang out with them now. But, like... I mean, they were wilding out. They were having yeah. a blast. Oh, yeah. And now they're not in the best of shape. we too fast and loose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> they've had some There's a couple people have been to rehabs, and, you know, so I would just, you know, you're in your twenty, you know, after like 25, start choosing those friends a yeah, little Yeah,
3: people better. you surround yourself with is huge. Um, yeah.
0: But that's, I mean, that's any age. But I, I just, I look back on my 20s, I was like, why did I think that guy was so cool? I mean, he's basically like a cokehead idiot. Just doing dumb <laughs> shit. Yeah. This right? Hilarious. he seemed cool. This guy's like, hilarious. There was always
1: chicks around, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, we went to club. Like, man, this guy's cool. And watch him. He does this funny thing. Watch him. Do the thing. Do the yeah. thing. <laughs>
0: right? He's going home with chicks. <laughs> <laughs> right? Then you wake up the next morning. It's Sunday. You've been to this after party ten times. <laughs> You're still on the couch. You know, yeah. All right. Maybe I should choose these friends better. <laughs> like, I've heard. I've heard. I've <laughs> heard. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, uh, well there we go. That'll be. Uh, we're doing two this week. So there there's one. Like I said, uh, we'll put out two eighteen. We'll have some emails and stuff. But uh, Joey, Parodi. All right, it. nailed it. I'm gonna screw it up Saturday night. That's fine. Joey P. Uh, <laughs> this Saturday the twenty eighth. Uh, Cage Fort MMA. Emerald Queen Casino, come down there. Joey's a good dude, a good friend of ours. You're always more than welcome. I think Matt and I have made that blatantly obvious on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Yeah, but come down for the uh, main event and uh, support Joey there. And then, uh, well, hell, we'll talk to you guys again tomorrow because Matt and I got to come back in here and uh, tape another one of these bastards. (laughs) So for episode uh, 217 for MCTP, for uh, Cobb, I'm the Ted
2: Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers. Boom.